What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The Toronto Argonauts did it. Toronto upset the Winnipeg Blue Bombers 24-23 to win their first Grey Cup since 2017. Not curses. Dun, dun, dun. Because I was cheering for the Argos in pinball, but I didn't think they were going to win. And Enoch Mwamba earned game MVP and most valuable Canadian honors. So, bravo, Boltman, Argos. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. It's me, the champ. It's our two NCRP show on Game Plus TV, WQEE, and maybe you're just tuning in on the podcast, wherever you find your podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Boy, did I learn at the Great Cup last week. How many people listen on the podcast? Because I'm not a big podcast guy. I'm just too old. I'll either set the PVR or show up at the time of the show. <laughs> How about that? Uh, have some interesting things to get to, right? As we bring in the Moose, did you know Darren Moose DuPont, who was in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, did I tell you that the big voice guy, can you hit another Rick Reagan? Hit any of them. Uh, Our big voice guy, hit one. Let's go. Yeah. He's from Boca Raton, Florida. Grew up here. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you did. And it blew my mind then, and it still blows my mind hearing about it. Oh, yeah. Because we, we go back and forth. It's a heck of a story how we got Rick Regan. You're responsible for that. Um, but, yeah. yeah, we got to be friends. He's just an old radio guy. Big voice guy. Far bigger voice than me. Um, we just got to be friends. But you narrowed it down to five voices, remember? And we all sat around the coffee table, and we yeah. decided which voice we liked. And we all decided we liked Rick's the best. We hired him. Approved. Yeah. Approved. <laughs> Oh, it's pretty good. And who would have thought Dundee. that he'd be from Boca and that, you know, a couple of years later, you'd be moving to Boca. Unbelievable. You really, um, you're getting with it, man. You got to get down here. That's the thing. Nobody calls it Boca Raton, which is yeah. Spanish for rat's mouth. It's Boca, as you just oh, said. I can't remember what? which of the plenty of all-stars we were hanging out with during the weekend and Hall of Famers and the football people. Um, but somebody said, whereabouts in Florida's Rod now? And I just, out of my mouth, it just, Boca. Not Boca Raton. And they knew. Not South Florida. And they're like, ah, oh, Boca. Yeah. I'm, and one of them <laughs> was from the area. Oh, yeah, that's, you know, 30 minutes from where I grew up or where I live or whoever it was. Yeah. It's Unreal. so awesome. And by the way, I can't wait until tomorrow's show where I can recap the address that I'm giving to the Cardinals Gibbons Chiefs high school football team going after their third consecutive Florida 5A state championship. They're not there yet. They're playing Heritage, their nemesis, in the semifinals this week. And the coach, Matt DeBuck, has asked me to come in and address the team. Yeah, I'm nervous about it. Who wouldn't be? Would you be nervous? I don't know. How would you feel about doing something like that? Oh, I'd be really nervous. I'd be really nervous. Yeah. I get it's just, it's like playing a game. I enjoy it, but I'm nervous as heck before doing it. And then you get a rush of adrenaline kind of after it's over. You're like, oh, I did it. I actually did it. 
and it went well, you know, and you feel really good after. But yeah, the moments leading up, it's what I imagine a boxer or an MMA fighter feeling like when they're walking down the ring about to go into this violent conflict and they don't know if they're going to live to see the end of it. Well, literally people think that it's so easy for those of us that are professional speakers and it just, it just isn't, I'm not whining, believe me, but I recall standing in front of a gym full of students in swift current, 1500 students. And when it was speaking, giving a speech on mental health and recovery, when it was done, you could have wrung my shirt out with sweat. You know what I mean? Just, (laughs) just overtakes this. It'll be 90 high school boys. I think I can handle it for sure. But uh, I, I thank them for the opportunity. By the way, the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, are the New Jersey Devils contenders or pretenders? They won their 13th in a row one day, uh, Monday night, beating the Edmonton Oilers 5-2. 65% of respondents saying the New Jersey Devils are contenders. And I do want to continue this NHL talk road here in Hour 2. Bernie Nichols is coming up. Uh, let me go back. The score app, man, I could not live without I couldn't live without it. I could not live without it. But it just I will throw in one CFL note for the CFL fans and viewers that are watching right now. Chad Kelly, the nephew of Buffalo Bills legend Jim Kelly, the guy that led the Argonauts to the Grey Cup win on Sunday. I just saw on Twitter. Somebody tweeted that they like it had to be mentioned that he's under contract to the Toronto Argonauts for 2023, the defending Grey Cup champions. And I don't want to spend too much more time on the CFL because we're moving on to the NHL and NFL, but it's just so typical of Ryder fans in that you saw coming out of the game. You must have, because we follow a lot of the same people. We talk to a lot of the same people. They're like, oh, maybe we should sign Chad Kelly. I'm like, you have no idea. You can't. He's a rookie. He was signed in February of 2022. Look it up. Rookie Americans in the CFL have to sign mandatory two-year minimum contracts. You can't have him. It's funny. Julie Robenheimer saying last hour, fans think this is just fantasy football. Or she said hockey, but in the case of folks, let's just go get him. We like him. You can't. It's annoying. I know. Is it to you? I know. No, it is. I mean, I get it. But that was the first thing, you know, when he started playing well, you know, and touchdown pass or whatever by 2023 Riders starting quarterback, Chad Kelly. And it's just like, guys, you don't think Toronto wants to keep him? I'm sure they do. Just won them a great cup, right? So not everybody wants to sign with your team and you can't, it's not just a, you know, a buffet where you can go around and pick whatever you want. Um, so it's a tough process. Um, from WQEE rock, Rhino radio, he's flying the ship in Atlanta right now. Metro Atlanta. He says, you are awesome. RP, you got this. Thank you, Ryan, for the encouragement. It's fine. Coach DeBuck said it just needed to be 10 minutes or so. So I made some notes this morning. I asked God for the words and the guidance. I'll get it, but it doesn't hurt to help and have the, the guidance. Thank you. Um, Ryan in Saratoga, New York, public speaking is definitely unnerving, but once you get comfortable, you just ride the way. It's the anxiety leading up to it. Once you're on the stage, not on the air, this is easy. I'd ne- I've ne- never really been nervous to do this show other than the very first one, as you know. 
Arlen Bruce III writes in and says, Hey, RP, that chair looks like the chairs my grandma had in her living room that nobody could ever sit on unless it was on a Sunday dinner. Nice chair, bro. How about I that? almost thought that was an insult for a second. Then I kept reading and uh, realized it was a compliment. It's a very regal chair. Yeah. Um, that's about all I had to say on that. John Ohm, just one more from him. He says, Ryder fans were annoying me at the Grey Cup. And I'm a Ryder fan. <laughs> That's pretty good. Hey? Uh, that was pretty good. Pretty good. There was a lot of them moving around. And I think, you know, for the Winnipeg fans, I think the Ryder fans and Winnipeg fans didn't really get along all that well over the last uh, five or six days. Yeah, it's too bad that they can't. Oh, no. Oh, my mic just slid down. I think we can handle it, though. Um, Oh, yeah. Slurp. Slurp on YouTube writes it, and he says, Patrick Mahomes couldn't save the writers. I know, but they think it's a quick fix. Uh, Anyways, to the actual topic I wanted to talk about today, and that is your team, not yours specifically, but figuratively the viewers, and listeners, is your team going to make the Stanley Cup playoffs? I don't know. I just pick up on audio cues and visual cues, too. Scott Laughlin from NHL Radio yesterday saying, if you are in a playoff spot at U.S. Thanksgiving, you stand a chance of making the playoffs of 90 to 95%. That is not small, but that should make... Here's the thing. It's going to make some people really nervous. It's going to make a lot of people really comfortable. And it's going to make a lot of people really mad, <laughs> Darren. Um, yes. Because you don't, A, you don't know which ones are which of that. There's still that 5 to 10% that are out of the playoffs right now that are going to make it. So if you look at it right now, here's who's in as of Tuesday. It's still a couple more days till U.S. Thanksgiving. Here's your playoff matchups if the playoffs started today, or at least your playoff teams. In the East, Boston, Toronto, Tampa. New Jersey, Carolina, Islanders, and then wildcard teams, Detroit, and the Rangers. Now, I'll pat myself on the back and saying I thought Detroit would be the team to make a step up this year, but let's just say it's just for today that they're in a playoff spot. That's not to say that they're going to make it. And I also said the Islanders were going to be last place in their division, the Metropolitan Division, and that really hasn't held up well. They're in a playoff spot right now, but missing. Penguins, Panthers, Canadians, Flyers, Capitals, Blue Jackets, Sabres, and Senators. Do you remember when everybody was waving the flag on the Buffalo Sabres? Like, where's Jenna at from Southern California? Not that that Jenna was trash-talking. She was just happy that her team were winning, but they suck now. They've lost eight in a row. What do you see? Who do you see not making it and conversely making it in the East? Yeah, Buffalo, I mean, you're right. They were 7-3 and three before they lost eight in a row. The teams I thought would be in the playoffs early in the year, I thought Washington and Columbus would both be in. But, you know, there's three teams, you know, right there. The Rangers, the Penguins, and the Panthers. Now, the Rangers have the last wildcard spot, but the Rangers, Penguins, and Panthers, I think are all playoff teams. So that means there's two teams there, maybe the Islanders, the Devils are the big surprise, maybe Detroit. Two of those teams are going to miss if the Penguins and Panthers are going to get into the playoffs. 
So in the East, those are the big shocks. I think the Penguins, Panthers, um, and the and the Rangers are all three teams that it should contend and shoot up the standings as the season moves along, which makes me nervous if I'm in Detroit. It makes me nervous if I'm on the island. And right now, I'm not too nervous being a Devils fan, but that would it's, be the other one. It's 111. It's 111 Eastern. Um, just pointing it out. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt you. Beautiful. You, you were going so great. Sorry, Moose. No, we're going um, just then wrapped it up perfectly. I need to go. Yeah, Jeff in Winnipeg goes eight in a row. Yes, they've lost eight in a row, the Buffalo Sabres. So again, leave paying attention to this to us. Now, in the West, and this has really got people interested. I like it. I knew that they would get. And by the way, David in Winnipeg, David Asplund has written in and said, last year the Jets were in a playoff spot at U.S. Thanksgiving and missed. So it's the exception that proves the rule. There's still that, right? Was that in biology, chemistry, or math? I can't remember. There's the exception that proves the rule. Might have been physics. What was that? Might have been physics, whatever. It's like the DuPont rule. But I don't the password know. is the password on all our devices is this. Until it's not. Yeah. Until we can't find the uh, password. Until we can't find the it's always this, Rod. It's always yeah, but I'm using it, Darren, and it's not. Oh. In <laughs> you look very not happy that I would bring that uh, up. At least I didn't say at least I didn't say what the password was. Hey, it's the truth. What? That we I, I tell you the password is always this. And then the one and then it's not the one time we need to get into the whatever with the password. Oh man. Welcome to dealing with Darren Moose DuPont, everybody. Rod, the password that? is always this. Yeah, but Darren, it's not. Oh, except for that one. <laughs> Bingo! To, to the Western Conference. Here's who's in. The Dallas Stars. This, this shouldn't really surprise too many people. The Dallas Stars. Colorado Avalanche. Winnipeg Jets. Vegas Golden Knights. Los Angeles Kings. Seattle Kraken. Wait, what? You're obviously looking at the same thing as I am. The St. Louis Blues and the Calgary Flames. Eh, Blues, Flames, Orders, Preds all have 20 points, but Orders out, Preds out, Wild Sharks, Blackhawks, Canucks, Coyotes, and Ducks. Uh, you see our girl Annie down there in Southern California. With, she's the big Ducks fan. We got to get her on again, yeah. Clark. She's good. She's saying they played 19 games and have yet to win a game in regulation, the Anaheim Ducks. Like, they, they've crapped the bet. They're not making the playoffs. Like, it sucks that by U.S. Thanksgiving, your season's over. Doesn't that suck? That does suck. Two wins in, in a shootout and three wins in, in overtime, and that's all Anaheim has. Dead last, 11 points. Behind Arizona, Vancouver, Chicago, and every other bad team, um, we thought we thought Anaheim would take a step forward. They have not, and uh, I think that's why I'm with you, Dallas Akins, first coach gone in the NHL. Yeah, he's got to be. Those that will miss the playoffs, based on these stats, these studies, I like to see where they get these numbers. 
They sound right to me. It looks like the Sharks, Blackhawks, Canucks, Coyotes, and Ducks will all miss, and maybe Anaheim can start <sighs> shining up a nameplate for Connor Bedard in their locker room. Wouldn't that be something? By the way, Arlen Bruce, I God bless the CFL fans for writing in, but I'll just say this, and the alumni like Arlen Bruce the third, we're not the, the PR arm of the CFL. Go write them in their live show that they've got. Oh, wait. Arlen says, will there be a 10th CFL team by 2024? Come on, Arlen. They've been talking about it for 40 years. It's not happening. you got to give up the ghost. And by the way, from Wayne and Victoria, B.C., if I can find it here, he says, we Ryder fans are very passionate, but sometimes we get crazy because of the adversity that we've had over the years. So you're just going to act like jerks forever? Got it. For 100 years of futility. I'm going to be a jerk because I had a terrible past. See how that works for you. We'll be back. Bernie Nichols on the way, too. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community. And to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. RP Show continues. If you are a fan of the Netflix series Bloodline, it was filmed there. I think it was called The Moore House right there. I know our radio listeners don't get that one, but the viewers certainly will. As we bring Darren Moose Dupont in uh, from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, have you caught up on Bloodline yet? I believe at one time you hadn't watched that. Am I right? I've been watching a little bit. Um, but I'm not caught up or through all of Bloodline yet, no. But but getting into it. Really, really like that show. I really like yeah. that show. So we are, um, it's viewer takeover is what we're doing here. So we'll talk about whatever you want. And we've got people chiming in from all over North America. That's what we want. And the state of Georgia um, we'll get to the orders comments. The flames are coming around. BW writes in and says, um, excited 
about the Edo Japan grand opening in Rocky Mountain House. Wahoo! I got a story about Rocky Mountain House. Well, it's not really about Rocky Mountain House, but do you remember, do you remember uh, Regina Pat's player who went on to play a 1,000 NHL games by the name of Brad Stewart? I do. Very well. Yeah, he'd be right in your, right in your wheelhouse of uh, when you were growing up as a Pats fan, the junior hockey team for which I broadcast their games for 15 seasons on radio and five on television. I remember one time we were sitting on the bus outside of a rink in Langley, B.C., and Stewie was a quiet guy, very tough, however. Don't tick him off. You know those guys? And, I do. Uh, <laughs> he was sitting there looking out the window, had his eyes closed. Back, we had CD Walkmans back then. This was around 1997. You'd have been 10. You didn't even have fuzz on your peaches yet. And he had earphones in, listening to his CD Walkman like this. And we had, a, we had an incident as we were sitting on this bus outside the arena. Uh, one of the players and the coach got in a huge fight, and the player's dad came on the bus. He was from out there, and they had a big screaming session at the front of the bus, and the coach said, get your you-know-what and get out of here. And they threw him a garbage bag, and the kid put all his stuff in the garbage bag and walked off the bus, and we were all going. We couldn't believe it. <laughs> you know how when you can just feel the tension in the air? You can just you can yes. feel it? Stewie takes his headphones off, looks around. What just happened? Like, <laughs> don't tell me you didn't hear that. And you know, I didn't hear it. And he didn't. Brad wow. Stewart from Rocky Mountain House, Alberta. What? Yeah. Who was, who was the player things. that got kicked off? No, I can't tell you that. I know you can't. I can't, can't tell you. Nice try, though. You sound like my brother. <laughs> Hot damn. I will read the CFL questions. I just won't particularly answer them. This guy, Jeff Gordon, whom I met at the party the other night, <laughs> he said he wants Arlen Bruce to DM him, the Canadian Football League great. He says he has a plan how the CFL could expand to 12 teams. It involves convincing Ryan Reynolds to use some of that spare change of his to join the CFL. Ryan Reynolds, the Hollywood starlet, and star of Deadpool and a variety of others wants to buy the Ottawa Senators. This guy's plan is no, don't buy them. Go buy a CFL team. Hey, newsflash. He doesn't want to. But here's another newsflash. It reminds me of a guy that you and I know that's a commercial lender at the bank. He took me for lunch. He goes, I got a plan here for you to buy or start up your own restaurant. Because he knew that I was in the restaurant industry for a while. Owned one. And uh, so we went for lunch, at, actually, at the restaurant that I own. Now that I think it was, I think it was Famoso Pizzeria. And he goes, um, here's the plan. So first, find a rich guy. You're the commercial lender, man. You're the bank. That's the plan. I got to find a rich guy. Hell of a plan, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's the plan for CFL expansion. Let's find 10 rich guys. The rich guys don't want teams. They That's don't. Why Ryan Reynolds is, yeah. And there's and one thing that came up this week too, and it was a great perspective. Some of the conversations I had is, look, TSN is spending money with the league. Signed a great deal before. It still continues. I know it's getting towards the end here, but let's say it's fifty million a year, right? That's getting divided amongst the nine 
teams in the Canadian Football League. If you're going to get the CFL to bring on a 10th team, now that money doesn't mean there's more money from TSN unless you have a lot more games and you end up adding more TV revenue. But the guaranteed money, instead of being split between nine teams, is now being split between 10 teams. That's like me coming to you, Rod, and saying, Rod, I'm paying you this much to host the show. But wait, we want to add another host. And now we're going to split your wage with two people. How interested do you think you're going to be in that? You know, so how interested are the nine teams in the CFL in adding another team and splitting that pie that they're getting from TSN or from other revenue sources, league sponsors, et cetera, right? So I wouldn't expect any movement on this till at least the TSN deals up. Then maybe there might be some appetite. 2026. Uh, one more, Angelo in Marietta, Georgia, writes in and says, Moose Jaw needs a CFL team just because the name is so funny. <laughs> you should yes. go there sometime. It's a great town. I've spent a lot of time there. I love it. Uh, here's one. I'm trying to say what I, what I can say here. I was listening to the Florida Panthers radio broadcast, and I can't remember who they were playing. It was a couple of weeks ago on Sirius XM radio. And I wrote Bill Lindsay, the color guy for the Panthers, and said that I was on the Trans-Canada Highway listening to the game on NHL radio. Did I tell you this? I think no. I did. Yeah, so Bill Lindsay, one of the greatest Panthers ever, gives me a shout-out on the radio. And uh, actually, it was he and Doug Plagans, the Panthers play-by-play guy, were talking about me being on the Trans-Canada Highway, or as Doug said, Saskatchewan. And Billy Lindsay, who's from Fernie, B.C., and used to play for the Tri-City Americans, goes, Rod can just stick a stick right in his steering wheel and go for a 1,000 miles. <laughs> if you've ever driven that Trans-Canada Highway, the U.S., the U.S., Listeners and viewers just don't get it. Now, they aren't averse to driving. Believe me, they get it down here. But there's a few turns. Not in Canada. You leave Regina, punch into your GPS. Canada Life Center, home of the Winnipeg Jets. You know what it says? (laughs) Turn right in 525 miles. Seriously. (laughs) Or whatever it is. And then you literally turn right into the rink parking lot. One right-hand turn in five hours. Make it six hours. Um, John Ohm, and I got it, Moose. Ohm, uh, just so you know, I still have it. He beautiful. says the rich guy will be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Well, unless something's changed, and if you haven't been paying attention... The CFL wants no part of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So, yeah. They've had an XFL expansion draft. They're getting ready to start a season in the new year. It's now under Dwayne The Rock Johnson's terms. If the XFL has any sort of success, they'll they'll have the power at the bargaining table if there ever is going to be talks about bringing the two leagues together at some point. But... Not anytime soon. Sports on tap tonight. 
In the National Hockey League, there are just two games. The Buffalo Sabres at the Montreal Canadiens. That is a classic Adams Division matchup. The New York Rangers are at the L.A. Kings in a rematch of the 2014 Stanley Cup Final. Just two games. But those are iconic matchups, aren't they? Buffalo at Montreal, the Rangers at the L.A. Kings. It's funny, I get the Canadian sports fans had their mind, I feel like, on the Grey Cup for quite a while, and probably a little bit on the NFL, and they've, because they're like me. They look back and go, wait, the Sabres have lost eight in a row? What? I thought they were the greatest team. Um, I know. That was the talk on NHL Network here this morning. It's like teams have won seven, eight in a row, turn around, lost nine in a row. Flames lost seven in a row for the first time in four years. Now they're on a, now they're on a heater. And everybody's good with the Jolly Rancher, Daryl Sutter. Like, it's too much. You can call him streaky. I prefer the term consistent. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Well, it can happen in a hurry, like really fast. Teams go one way, then they go the other. Um, you know, when we look at the West, you know, we didn't talk a lot about the West, but the one team I think that probably scratching their heads a little bit is the Minnesota Wild not in the playoff spot. We kind of thought they'd be better this year than they are. Um, and of the teams in the playoffs, the LA Kings, who you mentioned play tonight, that's one team I'm interested in because they were a playoff team last year. They had played well. They, they pushed the Oilers a little bit, but they're the one team that has a minus four goal differential. I believe, I'd have to look at it here, but I believe they're the only team currently in a playoff spot that has a minus goal differential. So, to me, that seems like something that's not sustainable. If you're going to get outscored, you're probably going to start racking up a few more losses. Um, so it leaves some opportunities for somebody to leapfrog into the playoffs. This is an ideal topic that I feel like we might want to carry into the next segment. Clark said he's had a tough time maintaining contact with Bernie Nichols, Broadway Bernie Nichols. So maybe it'll just be you and I in the next segment. Jeff Gordon, whom I met, there's four guys living in the Queen City. Jeff Gordon lives in, the, in Regina. Tom Cochran, Aaron Rodgers, and Mike Babcock all live in Regina. Can you imagine we should throw a party advertising all those guys on the marquee? <laughs> He'd be the greatest sports banquet of all time. Um, there's, then there's these four schlubs sitting on the stage, not to say anything about Jeff Gordon, but it's just like, are these guys placeholders? Where's the NASCAR driver? Let the records show, Jeff Gordon, that Darren referred you as a schlub, not me. <laughs> you probably met him. We gave him free tickets the other night. He's good. But he says, Spicy. hockey talk, is it too early to call the Campbell signing by the Oilers as a dud or just horrible defensive play as usual? That's what I'm saying. I feel like we have to carry that over into the next segment. And maybe if Bernie Nichols joins us, which it doesn't sound like he is, you and I can handle that. I feel this way. And the hockey people that are watching will understand. Those that don't understand the game won't and never will. And I'm not saying that I'm right, but this is how I feel. The game of hockey should be a six-man unit on the ice at all times. Five skaters and the goalie communicating together, playing together. Not five guys and a goalie. It's not a burger restaurant. And in the end, Mike Smith, who 
I feel was not the best puck playing goaltender of the National Hockey League last year. The Oilers did play as a six-man unit. But then they got rid of him. For He's hurt, obviously. But I don't know, and maybe Clark has some thoughts on this, but I don't think the signing of Jap Campbell, just because he's let in a ton of goals at times, is the problem with the Edmonton Oilers right now. You guys, look at... Okay, we'll break and we'll come back on two things. One, people are smarter than this, aren't they? Evander Kane gets hurt and the team goes, well, what what happened? And I was on Winnipeg Sports Talk yesterday and because they know that I'm going to give them the goods. And they're literally, while I'm waiting to go on the air, they're having a postmortem on the Grey Cup and the Bombers didn't do this and they shouldn't have done that. And they didn't. I'm like, we don't even know where the game got away from it. It was very clearly when Chad Kelly came into the game. That's where the game turned. That was the TSN turning point. Why can't you see this? It's just like everybody wants to analyze things. A hundred ways from Sunday. It's not that hard. Okay, when we come back, more on this and maybe Bernie Nichols. Your CFL talk if you want it. Smoke him if you got him. We'll be right back. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV. YouTube Live and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Beautiful day in South Florida. I don't know where the sun is there. It's shining near us uh, here. On the RP show. By the way, the text line's open 902-518-3033. This is um as we bring in the moose here right now, this is the kind of sports talk that I wanted to do. As a matter of fact, I think this is what we're gonna do forever. We'll go to the big events, we'll have on all the big stars. Rest of the time we'll sit and bring on the get you know what I mean? Sports talk here. Yeah. It's working out pu- pu- beautifully, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. That's what it's all about, Beautiful. right? Go and connect and have some fun and have our coffee uh, with our friends. Yeah. Well, I heard from the Bet Regal guys, and they're like, big things, big things. I think I told you uh, what one of them said. Have you noticed the sun's gone around this side of the house? How's the lighting? Because I'm not the best lighting guy. Can you see me? That's okay. We got you. It's, I mean, it's a little dark. You can tell you're in the shade a little bit, but that's good. You need to get a little reprieve from the heat. Yeah, at least I'm out of the, uh, yeah, out of the sun, out of the rain, too. Uh, what do we got here? 20-some minutes until I hit the road down to Fort Lauderdale to speak to the football team. I'll probably call you right after, just to let you know how it went. Please do. You know, this is this is awesome, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no Bernie Nichols today. I don't know what. Clark thinks maybe he's hunting. He likes to do that. Shooting. Moving thing. John Ohm, Ohm says, is Bernie Nichols playing tennis with Ron Duguay? <laughs> but um, boom. Yeah, maybe. Randy from Winnipeg says, the problem with Jack Campbell is Jack Campbell. Jennifer at the Four Seasons says, it's the defense, and they keep switching them up, and it's not working. She's talking about the goaltenders. And I'll get to your CFL quote. There's a couple of good ones that have come in here in a moment. 
There's a reason they introduced the save percentage stat, and somebody go back and tell me, please, when they did. I think it was the early 80s. This would be look-upable, findable. But goals against stats is a team stat. Save percentage is goalie stat, individual goalie stat. Everybody understands that, don't you? I used to think everybody realized this, and then I realized, no, they don't. Most people don't know anything. And I still wonder why you put a mic and a camera in front of my face every day because I sit here and get annoyed and I try and tell people these things and they don't listen. You could have 100 shots in a game and the goalie could stop 98 of them. Or you'd be happy if he stopped. If that goal, if you gave up 100 shots in a game and the goalie stopped 90, you'd be happy with it, but you'd lose 10-1. But the goalie played great. You know, I think ideally you want to be 9.15 or more, but has historically been my deal. If you're anywhere over 900.900, the goalie had a good game. So you know what I'm saying? And if you give up six goals, but you win 7-6, everybody's happy. And you sit back and go, no, but we gave up six goals, but we won. Talk to Grant Fear about that. (laughs) He feels, okay, here we go, Jeff. Jeff in Winnipeg says, Rod's rant. Yeah, exactly. Now, <laughs> remind me of this. BW and Arlen Bruce have CFL questions, and I see what's floating around on Twitter right now. You see the CFL people are really now, some, trying to stay relevant because it's officially, officially the offseason. And they're, to use a quote from my favorite commissioner, Randy Ambrosi, they're talking about talking. Yeah, well, we're talking about leagues that are on the ice and on the field right now. But do you agree with me on those stats and that it's very easy to see where a team goes off the cliff? It's very easy. You don't have to analyze it 19,000 times. Evander Kane gets hurt and the orders hit the, hit the crapper. Your thoughts? Pretty, pretty easy to figure that out, uh, for sure. You know, and that's always kind of been the unwritten rule. If your goaltender um, is stopping 90% of the shots, it's a 900 save percentage. You've got a chance. He gives you a chance, and that's acceptable. If he's 915, 920 or higher, he's one of the better starting goaltenders in the National Hockey League. And that's what, you know, that's when you're making all-star teams. If you're 930, 940, you're looking at the Vezina. Um, but yeah, the 900 is the, is the line between being a starter and a backup, typically, and gives you a chance to win. Coaches go into games thinking, look at we plan to score a goal every 10 to 11 shots. That's kind of what we hope to do is score a goal every 10 to 11 shots on goal, right? If we can do a little bit better than that, it's going to be a great night. If it's worse than that, it's going to be a long night. And so all those things got to come together. You got to control the puck. You got to get shots on goal and then you got to score. It's not that hard. Yeah. Uh, My cousin Christine in medicine hat has chimed in. And uh, I'm just trying to call up a Twitter feed here right now that I saw in the break. Uh, Christine writes in, she goes, I almost missed today. Hope I didn't miss any dad stories. Well, there are two things about dad. Part of my speech, Christine, I think you missed this. I'm going now to speak to the two-time defending 5A Florida State High School football champion team, the Cardinal Gibbons Chiefs. Their coach, Matt DeBuck, has become a close friend of mine. He said, will you come address the team? We've got a huge semifinal playoff game coming up this week. And I'm like, I'm not a coach, Matt. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but you've been through a lot of crap in your life and you came out on top. I want you to relate that to the players. He goes, I talked to him about football. You talked to him about life. And I'm like, I can do that. So that's where I'm going after this. I'm looking forward to it. 
Now, having said all of that, from the viewers, um, Arlen Bruce III, this all ties in, believe me. Arlen Bruce says, honestly, I think the Canadian Football League should have two commissioners. Why not change the game? Two brains are better than one. From BW in Edmonton says, any more talk about starting the CAF, C-A-L-F, Canadian Arena Football League? Or Canadian Arena League of Football, CAF? Saskatoon, Brandon, Medicine Hat, Lethbridge, Kamloops, Kelowna, Chilliwack. There's that. And then I hear on the CFL News somewhere here, the guy that runs that account was saying that uh, the owner of the Alouettes, here it is. If you follow Gary Stern's Twitter account, he has made more than one comment in the past that the CFL is still unfortunately somewhat of an untapped market in America, brimming with potential to grow. Meanwhile, we're on the air in Marietta, Georgia. I'm sitting in South Florida. We're growing. So, point being, as I wrap it all up, my dad was walking through the Medicine Hat Mall. I think the statute of limitations is over. I can tell you this story. He was with Doug Sauter, okay, the coach of the Tigers. The guy with the big mustache. It was Remembrance Day weekend. And neither, have I told you this story, Darren? No. They were walking together, and they're hockey guys. They had their blazers on, suit coats, and uh, neither one of them had a poppy on. Well, they walked by the mannequin in the bay in the Medicine Hat Mall, and then guess what? The mannequin has a poppy on his lapel. Dad and Doug split and come back together like an hour later. Sauter's wearing the poppy. (laughs) My dad says, I was thinking about taking that poppy off the mannequin. Sauter goes, some people are thinkers, some people are doers. He's right. So while I've heard certain people are sitting here talking about having an indoor football league in Canada, and I I could tell you who they are. You know who they are. Calgary-based. How about that? How about that? We're talking about it. How How's those XFL negotiations going, Randy? Well, we're talking about talking. Okay, great. Why do you get back to us when you actually do something about it? How's that 10th franchise going there, AB3 and Halifax? Well, we're talking about it. How's Genius Sports going? We're having some great conversations. Wonderful. We're out here doing it and growing in America which is what the CFL just today is saying, oh, Gary Stearns talked about it. It's a huge untapped market. You guys keep talking about it. We'll check in with you maybe in the new year. Overtime is next. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Bingo! Hoover! Dundee! So! Here we go. It is overtime. It is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the NHL. And the UFC, uh, you just heard from the gal, 902-518-3033 is the number to reach us here right in the RP Show studio as we bring in the moose. For overtime, uh, I just got a note from a Western League team, which I will pass along in a moment. Uh, thank you, Ryan O'Radio. 
in Noonan, Georgia, says overtime. Another great RP. Another great show, RP and Moose. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate you. And the entire team that brings this together. Uh, people are freaking out. They're like, don't give me any Yellowstone spoilers. It's Ted and Red Deer says, please, no spoilers. I love the show, but I wait until the end of the season, then binge watch it. <laughs> Kevin the Medium says, spoiler alert, people die. It's funny <laughs> that Kevin would say that. Do, uh, what have you watched? One, two episodes? What? One, and uh, we got uh, episode two and I think three tonight. Okay. Well, I was waiting to get back to Florida to start watching season five of Yellowstone. So I was in the living room at the farmhouse with my brother and his wife. And they both wanted to respect my wish. Huge Yellowstone fans, obviously. Um, Yeah. We're on the farm. And so (laughs) she, being Tracy, she's a veterinarian. She watched uh, episode one on her phone with headphones. Well, he and I watched Sunday Night Football. That was the Chargers... Doesn't matter. So she's sitting next to me in the armchair, earphones on and going, (gasps) I'm like, stop. What? And she's like, well, somebody dies. That's all I can say. It was episode one. Uh, Kevin, the medium says, glad you got, glad says, uh, Kevin says, glad you got the humor in that comment. Yeah, we're through three episodes. I think we got two left and then we got to wait maybe one left until they drop the next ones. It's so, remember Carter, the young barn kid, the ranch hand, the farm hand? That was me, by the way, because he's wrecking horses, wrecking machinery. He's not cut out to be on the ranch. And the ranch hand is all set around and says, yeah. He's showing up? Right. Well, Corey, we always show up. Whether we accomplish anything is another matter, but <laughs> the ranch hand said, when did his balls drop? <laughs> Anyways, a couple of things. Where's my bell? Ah, it's knocked over the gong. From Brian Munns, the radio voice of the Winnipeg Ice. He says, let's not forget tonight, your boy, he writes in all caps, Zach Benson, WHL Player of the Week, and the Ice host Lethbridge at 7 p.m. Oh, Hope you're well. Sir. That's that's from Munzee. And you guys all think I just turned my back on you, went down to Florida, and forgot about all you. No, I texted Munzee back, and I said, why weren't you doing the game the other night? And he goes, I was. Why? So I watched the clip of the Bedard goal like 16 seconds into the game, and you weren't calling it. He goes, well, I did the game. He's like, I don't know what feed you were watching. And I'm sitting down here with a lot of time on my hands. I'm, st- I'm keeping very close tabs on what's going on up there in my favorite leagues. Um, Arlen says, hey, RP and Moose, great freaking show. Let me know when you're ready for your show to be at Park Casino Hotel in downtown Vancouver, courtesy of me i love y'all show from day one ab we love you too talk to the sales team those are the guys that get it done but i'm more than can we wait until the springtime thank you (laughs) uh what do you got moose while look at comments what's on your mind what do you got going on well now i you know my i'm a squirrel too so now i'm thinking about downtown vancouver and where we're going to do our show there out of the casino (laughs) and arlen you know we can have these business meetings on the air i guess 
uh, through the uh, the chat line. But think about Vancouver. Two years from now, there's supposed to be a Grey Cup in Vancouver, and we're starting to see some symmetry. And if you have any idea what kind of event we threw Friday night, imagine what we could do inside a casino. So just start planting the seeds, and our viewers will will quickly learn if they haven't already that these are events you do not want to miss. Um, Jeff in the zone writes in and he said, he asked if there was any CFL news and I'm like, no, there ain't no see Allie and Texarkana says another great show. RP love all of the hockey talk. We're not going to sit here and kick around the CFL for six months. So forget it. Although having said that on Winnipeg sports talk, I had to talk Patterson off the ledge hustler and his boy Remus and all those bomber fans are so upset. They lost the great cup and I'm, and I get it. But I'm like, you guys are still a good team. You won 15 games. They want to pick apart everything. And I also get that. But I'm like, you didn't take a penalty to the third quarter. You only committed two turnovers. Yes, you gave up four sacks and only registered two. You lost the line of scrimmage battle. But that doesn't mean you're a bad team. I feel like Pinball had God on his side. When you got God on your side, you never lose. I'm not saying Winnipeg's godless. I think there were other teams that could have that distinction. But you lose a good game. It happens. And to be honest, that's just my very quick synopsis of the game, Darren. But Patterson said after, he's like, man, you can break down a game. And to be honest, that's something Winnipeggers probably needed to hear. Oh, the lizard's back. Um, like, how upset? I said, there's nothing for them to hang their heads about with the Blue Bombers. Agree or disagree? Oh, completely. Nothing to hang your head about. You were in this game. You controlled the game. You had the football back in your hands in the final moments of that game. And the expectation was that you were going to win. And Zach Caleros took you down into field goal range with the winning points to kick the field goal and win the football game. And everybody thought it was a foregone conclusion. It was a miraculous play to block the field goal to save the game for the Argos. So the line is as razor thin as you can get. Yes, they played a great game. They're a great team. Good teams lose championship games. Jeff in the zone says, how do I get on your show, Rod and Darren, as a guest? Quick answer to that is, you don't. From T. Will in Winnipeg, Rod, I showed up late. I need to know, are the Jets making the playoffs? Go back and watch from the start, dude. (laughs) I can't. Um, from Connor Grieve, he says, great show guys tuning in is always great. I like the honesty. That's the point. I'm not going to spring, string the kid along. You're not getting on the show. So yeah. Hope you keep watching. If you don't, that's fine too. Moose. We'll see you tomorrow. I'll probably call you later. Great show. Have a great speech. Thank you. Thank you, John. Oh, same thing. See you tomorrow. Noon Eastern, everybody. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.